0: Welcome to Realist AudioCast Episode 3. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing digital immortality and the ethics of brain and full head transplants. In each new show beyond this one, I'm going to include a new segment entitled THE Bro." Let's go ahead and get started. Digital immortality, or virtual immortality, is the idea of transferring human consciousness into a more durable capacity, such as a computer or network, with the intention of preserving intelligence and personality traits. This could be an alternative to cryogenic manipulation in humans in the way of communicating with the future. Instead of freezing a body, we could upload an influential figure's mind onto a hard disk or network on the internet. It sounds pretty crazy when you first think about it, but science is getting very close to replicating human-like artificial intelligence. The way that this would all work would be as this. We would record the patterns of neurons firing in a particular brain and then upload that recording onto an emulator designed to replicate a human brain. We would be able to give that system reliable access to the internet so that it would be able to collect that person's online personality through their photos, videos, conversations, statuses, and any other activity. All of this information would give the computer an extremely accurate representation of who the person of flesh really was. In essence, It would be a clone of your conscious being while you were still alive. Your mind clone would constantly update by looking at your everyday activity on social media and other online interactions. And once you've died and your avatar had taken in as much of you as it could, it could exist infinitely in virtual space. We could even ride it onto a drive and install it onto an Android body. While it wouldn't be you, per se, It would act just as you would by using all of the information as a basis to make decisions in the way that you would make them. We've already started bringing robots into our homes in the form of automated vacuums and other appliances. Who knows, one day you may be friends with androids and not even know it. Ever since the beginning of our technological explosion, there's always been speculation that one day robots will take over the world. So. Is developing realistic and autonomous artificial intelligence ethical? If we know that it is a possibility that robots may one day overstep humanity in terms of intelligence, capability, and development, at what point do we bring things to a halt? Many believe that a technological singularity will take place close to the year 2040. This event would occur when we imbue computers with the ability to rewrite their own software and redesign themselves to further their own agenda. Some small groups and cults exist that believe that this would be the best end that humanity could reach. They believe that at the point of the singularity, there would be nothing more that humans could contribute to the development of society and that robots would inherit our rule over the earth. Because the robots could recursively self-improve upon their own design, they would exponentially develop too quickly for humans to keep up and eventually overrun us. They would invent and improve in ways that we couldn't even fathom using mathematical and physical processes beyond what we can comprehend. So when do we say enough is enough? Let's move on to our next topic, brain and full head transplants. In 2017, an Italian surgeon will attempt the very first full head transplant on a patient with werdnig hoffman disease, which causes atrophy of the muscles and currently has no treatment options. Valerie Spiridnoff is a Russian native and has been selected as the recipient to undergo the surgery. She has stated that her choices are fairly limited in her life due to her disease. She believes she only has two options, let her body to continue to deteriorate, or try the surgery in hopes of attaining a better quality of life. Dr. Canavero, the surgeon who will be attempting the transplant, believes that two years is the amount of time it will take to make all preparations and compile all of the research he will need to do the surgery successfully. There have been successful head transplants on primates in the past, but all subjects perish soon after. The longest survival after the transplant was for nine days. Many are calling Dr. Canavero a mad scientist and a butcher for attempting such a risky surgery before acceptable results are achieved in other mammals. He has received calls to his home mocking him, calling him Dr. Frankenstein. Do you think this surgery is worth the risk with such an unsuccessful record in pre-human testing? And under what conditions must the donor and recipient be to even be considered for a full head transplant? I could possibly understand if the donor was brain dead and the recipient was suffering from a condition that is life threatening, but without knowing that the surgery would work, the risk is quite a liability. Who is to decide whether to end the donor's life, brain dead or not? Would the surgeon be convicted of manslaughter upon failure of the surgery? There are so many factors to consider before attempting something so uncertain. The real challenge of the surgery though is fusing the spinal cords of the donor and the recipient. Besides facing the possibility of full body rejection, we haven't even crossed the bridge of singular spinal cord repair. And scientists are particularly skeptical of the procedure because of our lack of knowledge concerning spinal cord fusion. You would think that we would need to perfect this important step before we begin full human head transplants. The only logical way to avoid spinal cord fusion is to build a computer module to redirect impulses and bypass the spinal cord completely. We really aren't even close to having that type of technology either. At most, we have modules that control a robotic hand using brainwaves, but connectivity from brain to module to flesh is a whole new challenge. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up, but one of my main goals of this podcast is to get you thinking and to interact in discussion on the topics I present. For this to happen, I need your help developing a community of thinkers by sharing the podcast with your friends and by participating yourself by leaving comments on each episode. You can also send me emails at realistaudiocast at gmail.com or reach me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Realist AudioCast and on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash realist audiocast. And you can also download each episode off of iTunes by searching you guessed it, Realist AudioCast. Thanks for tuning in.